So I'm home, I'm chilling, getting a little money, everything is all good. Feeling like I'm the man. Yo, Warpath, what up? Yo, I'm hot trying to holler at you. Yo, get at me. Ah, uh -huh. right? The whole thing. You know how it goes. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Boom. You're not invincible no more. Get knocked. It's time to go to the island. Bam, things start getting crazy. They moving you around from jail to jail, cell to cell. On a search, back-to-back -back search modes, depression, stress. You got to smoke cigarettes, hiding on the way to court, going to Brooklyn. The bus takes forever just for the gates to open for you to get in the courts. You sitting there, sweating anxiety on a super high level beyond belief. Time passes. We doing our bid. Whether you behind the war up north or whether you laid up on an island for a few months, two years running wild, a bullet, however, whether you in another county, another state, you're still doing a bit, right? I say all that to say that how quick, bam, when we get back home, we forget. The pain and the suffering. I mean, for me. It was to a point that. <laughs> I'll always say. If there's a higher power up there. Help me out of this one. And I'll change this time. And every single time I asked. Guess what? He delivered. You see, just like everybody else, <laughs> I had a dream. I wanted to do things with my life. I know my life couldn't be just to be set out a no good individual. Someone that was just leading the life of crime. And causing havoc and destruction to myself, but most importantly, to the people's. I was hurting other people. And all along, I thought, I'm saying to myself, I'm just hurting myself. I didn't take heed to that there's other people that may care about you, that suffer just as bad as you do. Because I always felt then, why aren't they here? Why you ain't coming to see me? Why you ain't dropping a letter? Like, everyone... I, I still wasn't in tune with the fact that everybody has a different way of showing love, care, and concern. And that some people believe in tough love, although you may feel that doesn't work for you. The end result of all that was built up anger. 
uh like a vengeful like a like a revenge type thing within me like i need to get revenge like you hurt me now i'm gonna show you what it is to feel hurt my payback is like now when i see you and you like what's up i'm like i don't even know you like there's no need for us to talk <laughs> making things a whole lot worse for myself and others so i'm outside i'm in the streets now i'm moving around i'm hanging out with the fellas <laughs> you're thinking you're the man it's lit, right? The way we say, it's popping right now. We in Brooklyn. For like about the first few days, people like, yo, whoa, come on. You like, nah, nah, I'm on parole trying to stay out of trouble. It fades away quick. Real quick. And then, as it starts fading away, because you see, while in there, I never worked on change. My behavior got worse. But all of a sudden, we sell the, ourselves this crock of doodle in our head that when I get out, though, I'm going to do the right thing. If I'm not doing the right thing within the prison system and Rikers Island or whatever jail or, 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 or county you're at, Bro, what makes us think that we're going to do the right thing when we get out? Now we just think we slicker, wiser, and more invincible. Like, I'm going to do it different this time. I'm not going to get caught like that. I already know what was where I failed at, what I did wrong. I'm not going to do that this time around. It's going to be different. And the reality of it is that nothing is going to be different. It's the same. The only thing that's going to change is the amount of time that you're going to get the next time. And I did this repeatedly for a lot of years, mostly all my life. And like I said, I had a dream just like everybody else, man. I wanted to do something with myself. I know I wasn't set out to just be born to die a loser, like not do nothing with my life, not accomplish nothing, not leave, not a one person say this dude was a good dude, that everybody had a bad taste in their mouth about Warpath. I didn't want to just go out like that. So I knew I had to do something. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. And a lot of people used to tell me, yo, things are going to happen for you when God wants them to happen. When the Almighty for a lot of people always offer me like, yo, come to church, do this, do that. I always knew there was a better me within me because I wasn't raised that way. My parents tried to show me how to be a good man. How to get up in the morning and have a regular job like a regular human being, right? I guess they tried, but I didn't want that. The streets was calling me. I felt like I was born to be in the street. Like dudes are going to respect me. Facts. Like what? I'm involved in this now. I'm a rapper to the fullest. You're going to respect that. And the whole world respect all along. I had it twisted. 
I felt like you're going to respect me to the point where I have to put hands on you. And like you're going to respect me in a gangster way. And all along, that's not what it was really trying to say. It say, you're going to respect me because I carry myself with the respect that no one can reach. But as a man, as a stand-up individual with honor, morals, and principle, not as a clown, a dude that thinks he's gangster, I, 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 just going around wilding, doing things to people for no reason, respect. Men, even that when you called and you needed someone to talk to, I'll be there for you as a friend. So you respect me for that. That is real. That's a real dude. I had to confuse that being real just meant real because you're in the street all day. Because you're hustling. Because you're in the building. Because you're in the trap house. I'm real. I'm gangster. I couldn't make the connection that being real meant that I asked you, yo, what up, my G? What's up? How you feeling today, man? You good? Nah, I'm all right, well, now I'm saying, are you really good, man? Looks like you're going through something. Nah, man, I'm going to tell you what's up. Boom. And having a regular conversation with a friend and finding out what are his likes and interests. Like, yo, my G, what's your favorite color? Yo, my G, what's your favorite food? That's real. That's friendship. I could imagine and leave in the comments. Most of us don't even know what our so-called friend or best friend's favorite food is. Or their favorite color. But yet we walk around saying, I'm a real friend. That's my guy. That's my G. I bang for him. Meanwhile, we really know nothing about them. But that we meet up to puff, puff, pass. We meet up to hang out. We meet up to go to the club. We meet up to do music. But do we really know about each other? I had the whole friendship thing and being real and gangster and all that all confused. I didn't notice that I was destroying my own community, my own hood. Like, I thought that this is like the weirdest of things, right? And leave in the comments if you ever felt this way or you know someone that felt this way. And if you never been through nothing like this... It's cool. You don't want to go through nothing like this. And this is why I tell my stories and how I feel whenever I'm feeling like that. And I'm feeling like that right now. This is the way I'm feeling like telling you a little bit about what's popping. So I felt that <laughs> I wouldn't be embarrassed to sell out of a building or to people that lived in my neighborhood. But I'll tell the dude that's out selling something in the street, like socks, watches, le legitimately like buying them in bulk and reselling them and be like, y'all couldn't do that, man. That's embarrassing. Bro, selling socks, selling watches, selling clothes is embarrassing. Selling drugs should be super embarrassing. But in our hood, it's like it's applauded.
is looked up to when it shouldn't be. So I grew up admiring and looking up to the wrong things. And it took me a lot of years to really see that because of the way our culture and the way our neighborhoods are set this out to be. Nowadays, when I walk by dudes and they hustling and all that and they trying to like show off with what they got, their little car or whatever, I laugh in my head. I'm like, bro, my dude, you don't even know. Like that's like done that, been there, right? And um, at times I sympathize and I want to be understandable when others do it because I can't super criticize it because like, yo, what you did that too. At one point you was there and I just try to sell myself this thing. But in 2020, who does that? They do war. And if I had to, I don't know if I would do that again, but I know that it, don't get it twisted. It's in me. You feel me? Like, it's just tamed because I know that I could no longer go back to doing the same things and expecting different results because it's going to lead me back to the penitentiary, back to prison. And look, that's easy for me. But I don't think that none of us want that. So I would come home thinking everything is cool. Knowing that soon, oh, crazy Warpath is going to do something to boom, mess it all up. And it would always happen, bro. And it wouldn't even pass a week. And I'm back loose out in the street, wilding, bro. Hustling, robbing people. I had to rob people. Like the craziest of things, doing stick-ups. Bro, breaking nights, staying out 24-7, staying in Buildings just hanging out while people waking up to go to work. We still there in the hallway. When they went to bed, we was in the hallway. When they come out to work, we in the same building. It's like, wow. But none of that was embarrassing. But doing something that's productive and, or going to work, I found that embarrassing. Like, you're crazy, bro? Me go look for a swim tie to go look for a job. And then there was a point I started doing that. And guess what? I started feeling good about myself. I started realizing that, look, bro, there's a better way, bro. We don't got to do this. That sometimes some of that money that I was earning was nothing. Because the same way I got it, I spent it. It, be, it, it just disappeared. It evaporated like nothing. Foom. It became liquid in my hand. Foom, like just gone. Like, bro, I just spent it $300 like in minutes. The same way I made it, it was gone. And then there was times you come out, stars, and get knocked immediately. And it's like, bro, this, there's no magic way to this. You know, and I say all that to say that if you have an opportunity, and leave in the comments if any of that has ever happened to you, or if you just came home and you feel like the world is coming down on you and you're depressed and you want to do things to get money, and it's hard for you right now because you know there's not too much you could do. There's not too much you could do. You see, because we get depressed when we don't have money, when things ain't going our way. We start feeling like, man, what's up, man? We start trying to play catch up.
And that's one of the biggest faults that we have. I came home and I started playing catch up and I wanted to catch up with everybody all of a sudden. Or even if you're not seeing your kids like that, you have in your head that you want to do so much for your kid. So you sell yourself this thing that, bro, I got to get this bread for the kids. I got to get, bro, everybody was doing okay while you wasn't here. You need to put in your head that they need to chill and just keep doing while they was doing what they was doing when you wasn't here. And leave in the comments if you ever went through that, like play catch up or feel that you got it. Now I'm home. Like, so what? Now you're home. So I did that a bunch of times. And you know where it ended me back up? In jail, Rikers Island again and again and again. Because I wanted to do things for other people. I wanted to play the 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 big dog role. Like, yo, I'm home. You know, I get it. And with that comes a lot of things. You could get depressed. You could start getting high if you never did. You could start indulging. You can start doing a whole lot of things, man. But one thing that you need to do when you feel that way is tell somebody, man. You know, a lot of times people tell me, yo, why you ain't talk to me, man? I could have got you a job here. I could, But we don't talk. We the type of dudes that be like, man, I go get a grip and do me and run up and something. Then when we're locked up, all the people, are, yo, why you ain't tell me I would have helped you? I'd be like, would you really? Really? But there is some people that would, you know, and it's like a close mouth don't get fed. And I get it. A lot of us don't like to ask for help and all that, but that's our problem. Sometimes we got to reach out and ask others for help and not worry about how they look at us. Because one thing is for sure and two things is for certain. Is that people's always going to talk. People are always going to have something to say. It's like the situation right now. A dude comes home. He got a perfect opportunity. You don't got to make a prison channel. You can make content. They put the job in the palm of your hands, but nobody's really taking advantage of it. It's like, bro, I don't do that. I'm a gangster. But being that gangster, that so-called gangster, that image you portraying and all that ain't got you nowhere in the last few years, homie, probably a decade. Maybe you need to try something new. Because I was just like that. I was like, you know what? I ain't going to make no videos. I ain't making content. I don't do that. I'm from the street. I'm from... And then I started seeing that everybody that said that from the street was making videos and getting to the bag. And I was the only one that wasn't. And I said, man, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to learn it the right way. And I'm going to teach it and pass it on to my people that want to learn it. And that's how I started Tech for Rec, T-E-K, the number four, and R-E-K. I'm going to be posting it tomorrow, facts. Uh, there's some videos up there that teach everything YouTube. So should you start a channel? Like I just said, with everything else going on, people are going to talk anyway. That's a good opportunity, a way out for you from a lot of things. If you're into music, it could open the doors for your music career. It could open your doors for a book career. It could open us. It opens so many doors for you that you'll be surprised. The people you meet along the way that will help you. 
So nowadays, when a dude tells me that he can't get a job, I'd be like, he's just making excuses for himself because the job is right in the palm of his hands. You just got to figure it out real quick, and it don't take a rocket scientist. If you do something a few times, you're going to perfect it. But if off top you say, nah, I don't know how to edit, I don't know how to do this, you're already setting yourself up for failure. So leave in the comments how you feel about everything I said, man. I just wanted to drop this quick video uh, because a lot of times we come home and we play catch up. And we destroy ourselves with that. It does not help at all. You know, but um, I know that talking to people is easier said than done, reaching out, asking for help. But a lot of times we got to do things that's hard for us because hustling and being on the street is too easy. <laughs> Facts! <laughs> you already know it's on a lockout. Boom, boom, boom! What's poppin'? Get it.